I'm just riffing until Sally joins the Zoom here. 2020. Zooming. Zooming about the West Wing. It's a reunion episode, not just for the West Wing cast, but also for the Wing in It cast. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to sing. This is what Josh Molina never gave people. I don't care if you have Song Exploder. You don't get this kind of explosion of joy. <laughs> that dumb podcast. Okay. We should do like a count, like a one, two, three, um, yeah. for recording purposes to make sure you can align it easy. You know, I still got it, Sally. I still got it. <laughs> I I can do okay. it. I it's when All the right. ca- I, have, I mean I have faith in you. Let's it, go. It's when our vocals start howling like we're both singing. Because <clears throat> <clears throat> actually, what I use is I use the <clears throat> "Welcome to Winging It." My name's Andrea, and I'm Sally. So that's actually. Uh, that's how I, I did it. Did. A little. I've in- forgotten everything. <laughs> It'll come back to you. <laughs> but oh, nobody man. email us or tweet us because we don't have access to any of our accounts. <laughs> I'm so sad. I wanted to tweet. I wanted to post about it. And I can't get into oh. any of our accounts. And I'm real sad. Okay. Okay. Let's sing. One, <gasps> two, three. Da, da, da. da. Best one we've ever done, to be honest. Wow, I don't know that it was the best or the worst. We're just like totally on par for what we always did. (laughs) We're just giving the people what they want. I don't know why Aaron Sorkin said he wanted to come on and then didn't. I don't know. Was it our singing? We will never know. Okay. It's okay. He can talk to Rob Lowe on his podcast, which by the way, has anybody listened to that? How do you, how do you guys feel about that? I, just... We just, I know you and I just talked about this last night, but I have not, but I did download it to my library. So stay tuned. Yeah. Posted. Let's just do a podcast about other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pod. Uh... I've seriously thought about that. Like when I find myself talking back to podcasts, I'm like, I wish I had somebody else to talk to which is probably what people do to us all the time. But I know. You know. I want to talk back. We just can't talk back to you on official channels because we no longer have access. Yeah. So just Sorry. tweet us and Instagram us on our normal. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We have lives. Okay. We just finished watching the episode. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm getting very Midwest here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, should we do initial thoughts? Do you want to do a tick? Well, we can't do a TikTok, but like, oh, do you just want to go in order? Yeah. Do you want to do initial thoughts? I, I I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, I guess let's go in order. Just to okay. have some semblance of, <laughs> of, you know, a plan. But, um, yeah, I, I have so many feelings. Um, okay. Emily Proctor okay. is a sweet little gem. And I love yes. her for many reasons. I love her character. And I love that, I, that she was in this episode at all when she could yeah. have not been. And yeah. I just, oh, having her read the screenplay, I'm emotional. I'm already emotional. Yeah. yeah. She's also, that was a great little touch. Yeah. She's forever my MVP because she made yeah. it possible for us to get so many cast interviews. And her interview That's itself so true. was like yeah, she was our the first. coolest. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Emily Proctor for being amazing. Yeah. Also just. Believing in us. I know. 
opening the, the door for us. Um, oh, also, man. the theater kid in me is screaming. The West Wing, as a theatrical production, it's like... Yeah, it's it's your Venn diagram. I, I'm in the middle. I am in the yeah. middle. Yes. I just like, when we get to the end, you're in the middle. Oh, no. I, I can't... We're going to... I'm going to have to have a whole section about that. Yep. Where did that come from? So, oh. yeah, just just like... Just having a West Wing reunion of sorts is enough to deal with. But then also having right. to see something that you love being done in a format that you also love, but you've never seen them do before. Yeah. Oh. I was not prepared just for just There's the theatrical to, production of it. Yeah. And they really, they really played up, maybe we could do general thoughts first, but sure. like overall they really played up the theatricalness of it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I thought they did a really great job. Of course, nobody expects any less than them to do a really great job, but just the, I loved the like minimal sets, but then I, I loved the direction. I loved everything about how they pulled it off and how they executed it. Um, just, you know, even the scene like Charlie walking from one office to the next, like how they managed to do everything was so impressive. And I thought really, I don't know, I I think it added to it. I was really worried about how they were going to do it and what it would look like. And I just thought it was fantastic. Oh man. Yeah. Tommy (sighs) Schlamy, man. Such a heavy hitter. It was beautiful. I mean, the lighting and yeah, just, they didn't need... It's kind of like, how much money could they have saved if they had done this, the whole series <laughs> right. like that? I mean, it's not really sustainable, yeah. <laughs> but, and then I was thinking like, what if they actually did the West Wing on Broadway? What if they did that? Mm. You know how Broadway likes, to, well, oh, RIP Broadway. I'm very sad. Let's not talk about yeah. it. But also yeah. how they want like a sure thing because it's so expensive. Um, that's why they do a lot of uh, revivals and they always have like a movie star who's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, on the up. on the marquee, like what if they yeah. did more TV shows adapted for theater? Wouldn't that be crazy? Maybe this will be the beginning. You know? Wow. I guess you'd have to like, but then you'd have to see. All, would it be the same episode all the time? Would it change? Yeah. I don't know. I'm very intrigued at this idea. But they did yeah. all yeah. that to say they did it so well. And yes, yes. They, did a, they did a great job. Also, question, what was the last thing that Martin Sheen was in? Oh, he was in uh, Grace oh, and Frankie. Can... Grace and Frankie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has Duh, to yes. be. Yeah, yeah, Grace and Frankie. Yeah. When did that end? For sure. I didn't it's actually still watch. ongoing. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm I think, um, out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure unless they, unless something has changed, but. No, no, no. It's still, it's still ongoing. It says 2015 to now. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So, so they have some recent, I can't remember when the last one came out, but I think it was this year, honestly. Wow. So I'm... he's, he's definitely still. He's still got the yeah, juice. He's... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, just wasn't sure. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, what do we have I'm, to say I'm... about Sterling? I'm so, well, first of all, I just love Sterling K. Brown. I mean, he's just fantastic in general. I don't think anybody would argue with that. <laughs> as seen but on I, the I, Emmys. <laughs> as they said in this intro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm really glad, too, that they just went a totally different direction with Leo. Um, I think that it would have been more, it, it was hard to see somebody else in the role in general. I mean, Sterling K. Brown is fantastic but it's hard to see somebody else in the role I think everybody would probably agree with that 
Um, so I'm glad they didn't try to like exactly recreate John Spencer's magic. They just went a different direction. He was awesome and powerful and did a great job all in his own. Um, I was really, I was, well, I was about to say I was nervous about it. I was nervous about it when I heard what, what the format was going to be and knew that John Spencer would have to be replaced. Yeah. Um, I was less nervous about it when I did, when I heard that it was Sterling K. Brown and then thought it was, thought it was great for, um, for the task at hand, he he did a great job. Gosh, can you imagine like one of your favorite shows? I'm just putting it on him as though this is one of his favorite shows, and maybe it is. Yeah. Can it you is, imagine just be. like one of your favorite shows, and then they're getting a reunion back together, and you get to be a part of it? Yeah, yeah. And there's <laughs> one role you could possibly fill. One yeah. One role to be filled, and you get to be the one of the main like, cast. Like you recast the whole thing. Yeah. Not even like a bit uh, part, like an actual mm. series regular that you get to play. That's insane. Yep. Yep. It's probably how Nick Cannon felt when he married Mariah Carey. It's like, what what just happened <laughs> in my life? Um, okay, moving right along. Okay. Uh, the theme well, song. Oh. Yes, I was about okay. to say. No, I was about to say, let's start at the beginning because the theme song had me feeling all kinds of ways. I was just not, uh, I mean, we had, we had started, I guess it's just because of the format and with theater, You, I didn't even expect a theme theme song i was I just in I it i was just yeah, in the story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. agreed so, totally i was like oh okay i well, was definitely not prepared and i was definitely not prepared for that because it was <laughs> I, it, I, I am truly speechless i really was like starting to tear up i was like what is happening i'm not ready for this i don't know if it's just 2020 <laughs> like i'm in a vulnerable place but <laughs> we're all very was, fragile and those acoustic yeah, guitar exactly plinky plucky and the strings was a little sneaky there uh Sorkin. oh man good yeah. gracious and to have um uh snuffy yep WG to have him yeah to have him get like a, a moment on camera in the spotlight was so great um you know he obviously played such a huge role in the whole thing throughout all seven seasons so to get him to have like a, a good little spotlight moment was fun I mean but I was also not prepared a for the theme song b for behind the scenes footage during oh, the yeah, theme song, yeah. because that, like, that's really what we want. Like, we want to see yeah. the, the show, but we also just want to see them together and happy yeah. and laughing. And all their title cards, too. Like, yep. as each name came up, I was like... <laughs> Toby, Richard Schiff, yeah. and his ball, uh, and everybody dancing. Oh, yeah, and the ball, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, it was just... That was perfect. That really set the tone for the rest of the whole program. Yeah. So I just, all I wrote was, how can I watch this during COVID? This episode is giving me chills. <laughs> I said, I'm already so emotional over this. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, is it COVID or is it West Wing? <laughs> That's my hashtag for this episode. Um, friend of the pod, Eli Addy, uh, added to this episode along with Aaron Sorkin. Um, so that's why everything was impeccable <laughs> and we yeah. don't deserve such nice things. Uh, I love that we have some of the same actors from the press pool. I don't know why we wouldn't. Yes. It's not like everyone's that busy and they can't do it yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but. that's so true. But I just didn't really, I, I guess I'd been, well, A, like we talked about, I'd been not paying attention to it in general, but had been obviously focused on the main cast and didn't even think about all of the supporting characters that would be coming through. Um, I think, 
I think Danny Kincannon's like the only thing missing from this whole episode, but it was still so fun to see all those guys back in there together. It's still they still have exactly the same chemistry with Alice and Janney too. So it was just like it was like riding a bike. I mean, it was just yeah, it was great. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I also asked a dumb question, which I then Googled because I wasn't sure. Is Hartsfield Landing real or based on a real place? And I looked it up. I don't know if we talked about this in the episode. We probably did, but here we are again because I'm old and my brain doesn't remember. <laughs> um, uh, fun fact, though, in real time. So the community uh, is based off of a town on either Hart's location or its companion, Dixville Notch, which is in New Hampshire. And New Hampshire law allows towns with fewer than 100 residents to open the polls at midnight and to close them as soon as all registered voters have cast their ballots. And the lore is that they have predicted the presidential uh, win every time. But for the record, in 2016, they voted for Hillary to Trump 17 to 14. So that's interesting. They have they there was an upset for everyone. <laughs> so Hartsfield really? Landing, I am now going to be uh check, checking first. Yeah, seriously. On November third. Oh. Oh. When we all vote, unless you guys vote early, which I've already done. I already voted. Oh, have you? I I've, haven't. It's done. I'm planning to vote November third. I have I safely, of course, but um I have Something about voting on election day in person. I don't know. I, I get a, you know, maybe it's the, maybe it's the West Wing in me, but I get a little uh, romantic about it. You like voting when everybody else is voting? Yeah. Okay. That's oh, respectable. I don't know. I just like getting in and out. It took only five hey, minutes. Brad- it was wonderful. Hey, Bradley Whitford told me to. He said, hey, if you're young and you're healthy. No, he said to be a poll worker. Go to the polls. Work the poll. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> can we? Do- okay, let's talk though. Let's talk about the like PSA moments in general. Okay, so obviously that's the whole point of this evening is to like encourage people to vote, and I yeah. felt like all of the sections were really well written. Could yes. it be that it was written by former presidential speech writers and perhaps one of the finest screenwriters of our age? Yes. Um, <laughs> However, I will say the first break that they did, um, who was it that did it? Let me scroll down because I'm skipping ahead a little bit. But um, Samuel L. Jackson was there for sure. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth yeah. Moss and Dulé did yeah. one. Talking to like yeah. the younger generation, which I thought yeah. was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was like, great. And it was such a AF. surprise to see Elizabeth Moss. Again, I haven't been paying attention purposefully. Um, in order to be surprised, but that was so fun when she popped up on screen. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you don't even know what lit AF means. And he's like, no, I do not. <laughs> um, and they went, they went pretty bold on this section, uh, in terms of like yeah. the topics that they covered. Yeah. And well, I liked this... that they didn't pull punches on that. Yeah. That's what I was literally about to say. This was when I realized we weren't going to pull any punches. Like I, I think I was literally like, damn, okay. <laughs> which, yeah. Just uh... say it. I, yeah, I mean, which is funny because, um, as I was thinking that, you know, I, I was like, oh, okay, like we are going to be partisan here. Like we are, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty clear, which I don't think any fans of the West Wing would be surprised by that in any form or fashion. But 
Um, but I was surprised that they did that. And then as I was thinking that, I was like, huh, it's funny that things like, do you care about your neighbor? And like, do you want a job? And like, do you care about police brutality? And like, like the things that she was saying, I was, I was like, it's funny that you automatically know which party they're associated with just based so on true. these like, what should be basic human decency questions. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the way that they word things with like, like I think Elizabeth Moss was saying like, do you not want an eighth grader to have to worry about yes. social studies being interrupted? And like the questions should not be, yeah, partisan. Shouldn't be partisan. The way that they were worded, if you really think about it, shouldn't be partisan questions. But you immediately knew, you know, that it yeah. was a, a democratic leaning, uh, you know, but purpose it's, behind the message. But it's so great because when I think about it, like, uh, there are people in my family who also love the West Wing, but who do not mm. vote the same way that I do. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to hit different. It's so if wild they, to me. Sometimes. I know. But yeah. it, it's going to hit different. Like yeah. actually hearing it from yeah. people you know and trust or just like yeah. hearing it at all and just posed in a certain right. way that's not, I mean, it didn't feel inflammatory to me. It felt very direct, um, yeah. which I didn't mind at all. But I will say... Yeah. The first PSA came a little bit too soon for me. I was like, wait, I just, I, wait, we just got into this world. We just got back into the theater. I was like, not ready for like the fourth wall to break. I was like, hold on. This is probably important, but I want more of this that's happening. So that's just me. I got more used to it as it went on, but I I agree. The first time it it happened, I was like, no, not a, not a break already. (laughs) I know. I want to, I want to go back. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about that. And then Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. just randomly, oh, just chilling. That, yeah. <laughs> that was great, though. I loved that. I loved all of the guest appearances. But here's the I thing. Mean, I, one was my favorite, for sure, but... LMM? LMM? Yeah. That was fantastic. It was very funny. Lin-Manuel Miranda. However, I didn't... I didn't know how they were going to incorporate these people. I was envisioning, like... Michelle Obama or Lin-Manuel like playing a bit part in Mm. the episode you know what I mean yeah would it have been that hard to toss them a line put them in the press pool make one I don't know I don't know you what do you I I I liked how I like how it ended up because I like the sanctity of the episode remaining sort of intact I think it would have taken me out more if like out of the world more if Michelle Obama was suddenly in the press corps and I think there probably wasn't enough there weren't enough bit parts to 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 let everybody have a guest part if that makes sense um and I thought it was just a fun way to make me it was a good way to make me less mad about the interruptions that's true (laughs) yeah if you're you're gonna be interrupted by someone yeah, it better be Michelle Obama or Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, <laughs> the I only person missing for me was, like, it. Stephen Colbert. Really? I mean, like, yeah, everyone else was, was pretty much there. Oh, my gosh. if I'm yeah. just imagining and my brain is exploding. If Stephen oh, Colbert was, like, in the press floor like, and just, like, melted act, into the floor. <laughs> I'm actually dead. I'm deceased. <laughs> <laughs> this is why important, smart, busy men don't like to come on our podcast. It's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, going back to the episode, uh, Dulé, his first appearance in the episode, I just feel, and I don't know how to say this without sounding like I, I mean, I have a degree in theater, but what is that worth? I'm still paying on it. Um, uh, <laughs> I just feel like he's grown a lot as an actor since the, the original 
show. It just seemed like oh, way yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yes, I agree. That's supposed to be complimentary. <laughs> Dulé, oh, yeah, you were good back say. then. You're even better Yeah, that's even not to say by now. any means he wasn't good then. I just think, yeah, it did feel more late. I think he's more confident, more, um, he felt more at home in the role. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just seemed... But again, that is not to say there was ever any problem with how he played Charlie in the first place. But yeah, I definitely think he's matured and grown um, as an actor. Because he's Um, worked so much. Yeah, he's been working like nonstop since then. (laughs) Yeah, to have more than one series. I also think about uh, Liza Wheel, Paris Geller. To have multiple series. Successful series. That's a very rare thing. So way to go, Dulé. I'm just saying you can tell. It's much more nuanced and like grounded. Um, uh, As far as Bradley Whitford, oh man. I love that they have a Josh and Donna episode that includes a a moment where Josh yells, Donna! I know. I thought that as soon as it happened, I was like, this is perfect. Really, the episode overall, I thought, was such a good choice, obviously for the voting aspect, but in general, you got so much good stuff, like like Josh and Donna's interactions, um, CJ and, I'm not CJ, well, yeah, CJ and Charlie, um, they're back and forth. That was fun. It was comedic enough. Like, it was just a good mix of everything. Obviously, the president and Toby having their moments. Um, I thought, obviously, it's a good choice for the message they're trying to send, but it was also a good choice just as far as revisiting any episode of The West Wing. Like, it just had a lot of elements that we would have wanted to see again if we had to pick, you know? I know. Now I'm wishing, like, what other episodes could we Let's also... do all of them. Can yes, just do can all we just them? get, like, a little capstone collection? <laughs> oh, of, my gosh. Of the, of the original canon, like, you, you yeah. know, up until Sorkin leaves. Like, let's yeah. just at least get that. I will say, too, like, I feel like we're not going to talk about the, the... Except for Mandy. The, oh, God. <laughs> um, I feel like we're not going to talk about the episode itself much, because obviously we have an episode, we have an episode of the podcast about Hartsfield's Landing already. Um, but one thing I did notice that stuck out to me was the first conversation between uh, Sam and the president when they're, they're playing over chess and he's explaining the China situation. Um, I don't, it's probably because I'm in season five that I'm even more acutely aware of this, but the exposition is just so good. And I think that's something that Sorkin always did so well was the balance of like not treating the audience like they're idiots, but also being able to explain complicated situations in a simple way without being without like smacking you in the face with it and that conversation between sam and the president is the perfect example of that um i just thought and i'm sure it's because i'm in season five right now where it's just like everything is a mess but like that was just such a good reminder of how well sorkin did that because i think that's part of the magic of the west wing that it's it's it doesn't shy away from being complicated and dealing with complicated and confusing issues but it's also able to boil it down and make it accessible to any like level of understanding of politics, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. I think in that scene, just as soon as we got back in there, it just felt coming back to early West Wing episodes just feels so comforting and like at home, you know? And like since I've been blanket. in season five, it's like, oh, wait, this is so nice. Yes. Everything <laughs> just works together. Yes. I will amazing. say I did not have my subtitles on and I'm officially oh, no, a con- I'm officially a convert. 
I've officially oh, become man. that person. I don't know if it's because I've been working in the music industry for so long and my hearing is a lot worse than it <laughs> used to be. <laughs> blame, blame it on the acapella and the rock bands. But um, uh, I did not have the, the subtitles on. I was like, I kind of wish I did because all of the uh, yeah. what was going on uh, overseas. I was like, wait, what happened in this episode? Yeah, what did they it's just fine. say? Yeah. Um, I will say it felt a little like weird to me seeing Rob Lowe. And I don't know why. I haven't, I, you know, I've been rewatching a little bit, but here and there, because, you know, I cherry pick. I don't actually, like, sit and go through anything. Um, yeah. But I just feel like we see other um, other cast members together, either in, in press yeah. or, or just interacting on Twitter or in other, or on the podcast and things like that, where Rob feels disparate, like, specifically. Yes. And I don't know yep. if it's because of his rumored political leanings or I his rumored uh, attitude or all of the above. I don't yeah. know. But it just felt a little weird that he was there. However, I just I'll, I will say his he felt seamless to me in terms of like that is Sam Seaborn. Yep. That is his energy. There was no yep. like it, that was perfect. I was just like, oh, yeah, yep. Rob Lowe. OK. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree with all that. I mean, I think I felt the same way. And I think it probably is because we see the cast interact so much. Because I felt a little bit similarly about Martin Sheen. Because he also feels a little bit more removed. Like the, the other guys, like like um, Richard Schiff and Bradley Whitford and Janelle and Alice and Jane. Like all of them interact fairly Well, they're good pure. Like they're relatively yeah, aged. Yeah, you know. Um, but I do, so I felt slightly like that for Martin Sheen, but less so than Rob Lowe. I, I agree. And I was going to say, you know, I don't know if, how widely acknowledged it is, but I was going to say something about his assumed political leanings that I was honestly a little surprised that he was a part of it. And, um, well, it's a bipartisan effort. (laughs) Yeah. Granted, we don't know anything for sure, I guess. Like nothing's, you know, I don't know how much he's actually spoken about it versus sort of vague veiled comments um but yeah i thought i thought it was interesting for sure yeah but i mean so, like i, I mean said, good was, i'm glad i can't yeah, imagine they couldn't have done it without like i feel like it would have been obviously replacing john spencer is one thing but if they had had to recast anybody else who was, <clears throat> was in theory available that would have been more strange to me yeah absolutely um yeah. So, moving on in the episode. Yeah. Um, oh, also, just in general, I was wondering, did they get paid to do this? Did they donate their time? That's a good question. Surely they donated their time. Okay. I would think they donated their time. May- well, maybe HBO Max paid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really I curious. That's a good question, actually, now that I think about it. I mean, I don't know how we could figure out, but I was just wondering if they would all do this out of the goodness of their hearts. I do think they would do it out of the goodness of their heart. I think any of them would do it if Aaron Sorkin was like, hey, come do this. Um, but um, that doesn't mean they didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also wonder if they rewatched the episode before doing this. Ooh, and because that's I, a good question. I honestly haven't, because I didn't read any of the interviews, Yeah, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. I don't know if they have been asked that, but that's something yeah, I would have asked. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if they have been asked that, but... That is an interesting question because I did notice a couple of lines that I thought were delivered differently 
in in the first from the first go round, and I haven't even watched it. Re- I know you watched it today. I haven't watched it recently, but there were a couple that I that I just remembered being delivered a certain way that changed. So I'd be curious if that was a an active decision or if they just kind of reread the script and and went with whatever their gut thought at the time, or if they were like, "I'm definitely going to do this different," or like, "I would, yeah, I would be curious to know that for sure." I mean, they're such good actors that I'm sure they just looked at the script and played it truthfully and it. yeah and yeah, yeah that's just how you do it in the moment but yeah uh, yeah I'm not surprised that it's it sounded different from before but I just wonder if any of them had actually gone back and rewatched it because I know so many of yeah. them especially after that trivia night we know they have not seen <laughs> yes. most or maybe any oh, of the gosh. actual series yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so there's that um, um we got wh- an Ed and Larry and Larry little Ed and Larry shot who's that. to know that which one fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun to see them for a second. Um and Marley Matlin Matlin. Uh that was that really was fun cute. Appearance too. Yeah, that was great to have her back. And especially back with, with Brad. Um, that was fun to have them together. And again, I liked what they were talking about. They were actually being oh, yeah. educational and it was super well written yep. and yep. it's so nice to have these issues addressed, but in a format like like you said, it is left-leaning, but it's not coming through cable news. And it's like, these right. are these are topics that I don't know if they're coming through on, on you know, Republican platforms or not. Or even right. just in whatever media you consume in general. Like, yeah. if, if you're, like, a political nerd like me and you listen to Pod Save America, like, three times a week, then, right. yeah, you're going to know all these, like, talking points. But if you're just, right. like, a West Wing fan but who's... Yep, exactly. You know... So, yep. well, well done, team. Well yeah, I thought it was great. Done. Okay, what else? Richard Schiff? Oh, Richard. <laughs> Toby, Toby, Toby. <laughs> I just, you know, you talk about, like, just effortlessly going back into the role. I mean, everything, everything that we've ever said about him on the podcast is still true. The effortless slight facial expressions the I can't I I, yeah I mean there are no words he just slid right back into the role perfectly he's still phenomenal he still can like make an entire scene with like one flick of his eyebrow it's just Mm -hmm. it's magnificent there's so much emotion yes oh man the scene with him and the president is just yeah I mean it's just it's just too much power for (laughs) <laughs> for one scene make it heavyweight or not i mean yeah talk about a heavyweight that's richard schiff right there yeah he'll punch you in the face with his acting um i really liked that they um at, at one point i don't know, remember if it was a certain psa but it was after a toby moment that they posed that the premise of the west wing is not an unattainable fantasy mm. which mm. i think a lot of us think it is but yeah. I liked that they at least <laughs> tried to yeah, convince like, us, like, you know. hey, go vote. This could be real or yeah. closer to real, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more notes on the lighting on the floor and how uh, they're making use of all the different parts of the stage. I just, I do. I love how they stage this. I love all of the um, the different scenes they use, like the fence with Donna and then the back hallway yep. with like the lights on the floor and you knew it was the hallway because it looked like it and yeah. the car. It was just super well done. Yep. I agree. Totally. Couldn't have done it better myself, you know? 
four-year yep. bachelor's degree. <laughs> Couldn't have done it better. The shot from behind the president's desk, uh, it's so yeah. clearly the Oval Office. And not just from, like, the doors, but just the, the scale of the shot itself shooting out into the theater. That was gorgeous. Yes. I loved that they showed the entire theater throughout. You know, that they showed it from far away on the stage. I just thought it was a fun, like reminder of like oh this is where you are and i don't know i don't know why i loved it so much but i thought that was fun gosh i well when they did the big wide shots with the whole empty theater and the stage that was cool yeah um and then there was the scene with cj and the pizzas trying to get in the door where they just did the spinning shot all the way around that was fun dude and we got a little walk and talk we got charlie and cj just walking in the front of the stage and going around yep yep yeah we got a little walk and talk um, okay. I said this episode makes me want to relearn chess and play with my dad. My dad collects <sighs> chess sets. and I, I was in the chess club when I was young. I'm sure you, we talked about this. Oh, chess yeah. nerds for the win. Yeah. Um, I will say when Lin-Manuel Miranda came on stage, I had a, oh, there was man. an audible gasp from me. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to be in it, so I knew it was coming at some point, but I, I, I wasn't expecting how much I would love the... The whole thing. I mean, the cue cards, the, oh, I have a Pulitzer. Like, yeah. Just, the he's whole like, thing was great. It was I great. Lo- yeah, the part about how if, if he had been in the West Wing, it would have been, like, the, the biggest thing that he ever did in his career. And like, he's like, I wrote Hamilton. I, I wrote Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> we love. That was great. We love yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. Um, things I don't love. Knowing that both Sorkin and Eli Addy are more intelligent than our current president. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just that, that, geniuses. That true. That could be true regardless of the president because... That, that is true. They're just so smart. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> it just stood out to me a whole lot. Because um, I love that whole Socratic section with Bartlett grooming Sam by asking questions about, okay, what, what comes next? And, like, what do you think is happening? And, oh, uh, yeah, so... So good. Um, yeah. I love the pranks with CJ and Yule. Um, I also just said, yeah. can you imagine a West Wing without Bradley Whitford? Never. He's so no. perfect. Yeah. He his his felt like the most. I mean, his felt like the most dynamic character in terms of this specific episode. Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of the episodes. Honestly, like maybe not. Yeah, no, most, but most dynamic is a good description because I think obviously they all bring very different things to the table, mm-hmm. um, but Bradley Whitford as Josh is just, he's, yeah, dynamic is, is a great word for it. I'm, I'm having trouble thinking of anything else, but he brings so much personality to it and so much oomph behind it where they're all, obviously they're all wonderful at their characters. I mean, Richard Schiff is a giant playing Toby um but it's just a different it's a different vibe he, from josh he, obviously we all know this but yeah it, it was it was highlighted in this episode i think with yeah performance. he gets to he gets to be more playful in general so yeah. like the colors that he gets to paint with really add a yes. lot and we couldn't do without yes. any of them but i just he's so present yeah. and grounded in this i loved it yeah very much yeah, it was great um there were little shots of martin sheen and rob Lowe laughing during behind-the-scenes yeah. chess no. uh, moments, and it was very, very adorable. Um, was there a copy of the script next to Martin Sheen during the chess scene with he and... Oh, I don't know. And Toby? I'm pretty sure there was. 
Because there's like I a binder look, that's open, and I don't know yeah. why else it would be there. Yeah. It didn't make sense for the scene, I don't think. So, anyway, Bradley Whitford's just trying to get a little pizza in an uncivilized world. That's <laughs> so classic. Super, super classic. Um, what else you got, Sally? Yeah, it's a great line. <clears throat> um, we look back at my notes. We've covered most of it. Um, did we talk about Nancy McNally? No. I don't know if we did, but that was great seeing Nancy McNally. It was great seeing all of them. Um, the guy plays the Secretary of State. It was the same guy. Um, it was, yeah, it was just fun. Oh, it was just so fun. Gosh. It Sterling does make me... I'd always had questions about, like, would I want a reboot, a true reboot? Yeah. And I do think seeing them all in this environment did kind of make me... Team reboot? Oh, well, I say that, but, like, it it would be hard. I wish we could have new content with all of them in this environment, but, like, it wouldn't make sense. There's no way to do that and have it make sense from a story perspective. They wouldn't all be together. They wouldn't all be working together. Um, but I, I did, like, if there's some fantasy world where we could just have an extended Some fanfic, run. Uh, if we could <laughs> you know open I mean? a theater <laughs> and Can have... just pick it back up and everybody's the same and President Barlett has been president for 20 years and everything's great. I know. That's yeah. true. I guess th- that is a major question is, like, how does this... Yeah. How does this play into your desire or lack of desire? Because some people are very anti-reunion. And yeah. I think I yeah. think having gotten this taste of it, I feel yeah. like those questions are going to... I think they're going to go away. I don't think they're going to... Yeah. People are going to say, oh, it's so good. We should do more right. of that. I think this is kind of like, this is Well, this is I would definitely thing. take more of this, more of redoing the episodes on, on a stage, I think would be fun. I know. Um, but, yeah, but I don't think... I don't think I would be team reboot, but just seeing them all together, grown up, so to speak, putting that in quotation marks, but there was something sweet about it, and yeah, I don't know. I loved the uh, the end scene with Charlie and CJ with the desk, and Gail, yes. shout out to Gail, that was yeah. perfectly, perfectly timed. I just love seeing Alice yep. and Janny do anything oh, yeah. whatsoever. Yep, same, always. Whatever. Um... And then, yeah, this episode is just brilliantly written, and I loved the whole yep. you don't have to act like it scene with Toby. Uh, oh, my God. You're not plain One spoken. Do not. Yes. Do not. Yes. Do not act like oh. it. Oh. And then how relevant it is. Uh, make it yeah. about smart and not. Qualified yeah. and not. It's so yep. relevant. I couldn't. Yep. I wonder whose idea it was to just, like, pick this episode. But it really. Surely it was Sorkin's. I mean, I don't know. I would we all think. have a we all have a team. We all have a village. It might have come oh, up the flagpole to him, but shout yeah, out to whoever so. whoever's idea yeah. it was because that was it was perfect. It was the perfect choice. Perfect. And then the Ava brothers. What happened? Oh what my gosh! Oh. Did you just fall on listen, the floor? It's, Sally listen, loves the Ava brothers. I squealed. <laughs> I was like, what? I had no idea. Um, I For those listening, if we never talked about this on the podcast, the Ava Brothers are my favorite band, like, uh, to an obsessive level. And when they, when she said the Ava Brothers, I was like, what? I don't even... Like, I'm that's such shocked. a non... Like, came out of nowhere. That's such a non sequitur. Yeah, surely it was, like, a Sorkin... I, I would assume Sorkin picked it. I don't know who would have picked it. It seems like they would have given Aaron Sorkin that kind of control over every aspect of it, but... 
Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I don't know if you if just went dark for a second. Knew I needed this moment. <laughs> like it was, it was wild. Yeah, it was. Um, I, yeah, I just my jaw dropped, and then I just loved it, and it was wonderful, and they're fantastic. And if you don't listen to the Aver Brothers, you should go listen to the Aver Brothers. Except maybe not their last album because it's a little different. Go back a couple albums. <laughs> I've really never listened to them. I just know that you you have listened to well, them and you love them. Their their last album their last album's good. It's just a very um, specific. Everything they do, like every song they do, is different from the last song. Like you could listen to an album and not know it's them from song to song. Like they just have a very unique sound. Um, but the last album they did has a very specific sound, and it's like the third or fourth set in a set of albums. So it's it's just kind of a different thing. Anyway. Sounds Whatever. like a very I'm Sufjan a, I'm Stevens a walking uh, poster. Avid encyclopedia. Yeah. Um. So overall, how was this different than you expected? Did it meet expectations? Did it exceed expectations? Did you, are are you disappointed in anything? What's your like overall oh, takeaway? Man. Oh no, it exceeded expectations. Um, I think again because I purposely kind of kept expectations vague and low, um, intentionally. Uh, it it far exceeded them. I mean, it was. I just thought it was perfect. I thought it was great. I could watch four more hours of it. I know. I just want more. Yeah. I'm, I'm what in about a very. You? Did you feel the same way? Excuse I'm in it? a very Pringle state. Like I just, I just. Once you have one, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of whole season. I kind of want to watch. I'm gonna go back and watch it again now. But I kind of yeah. want to watch just the West Wing parts all together, and then I want to yeah, watch all the PSA parts all together. You know, I just be for the. That breaking it up yeah i was like i hope they put the psa parts somewhere online that is shareable because that's the only yeah. bad part about it is that it's that's only true. on hbo max it's only if you sit down and watch the whole thing versus i just need that snippet of Dulé hill and sterling k brown talking about yes black male voters like that was fantastic like was i want so those good. few snippets to share out into the world i was gonna put um, them in this podcast but then i didn't want to get sued by somebody yeah let's not get so sued. we made it this far no we've made it under the radar this far um well guys that is the west wing uh reunion episode should, should we pick an mvp is there an mvp oh my god! i gosh. wonder if we picked one if it would be the same as what we picked for hartsfield's landing like the actual episode that'd be funny to go back i and don't listen. know also, for those of you who are listening, because sometimes I get messages, the first three seasons, I feel like we have so many episodes that they don't all show up on iTunes, even though they were submitted oh, to iTunes. Weird. Yeah, so I put the first three seasons on YouTube just as a backup. Oh. They're all on my website, AndreaHowitt.com. Yeah. H-O-W-A-T.com. Plenty of podcasts have more I don't. I don't know. I mean, I submitted Weird. them all, and I did nothing about it. But you can't you know, see no the first needs three. To listen to the first three. See, we were still finding our. Well, footing. yeah, but there's some great episodes in the. In <laughs> that's, the true, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I literally, true. like, as recently as last week, somebody has reached out to me and was like, "Hey, where's the first couple Aww. seasons? Because I want to re-listen or I want to like share it with somebody." Um, so, so if you're looking, that's what happened. But check on YouTube. Uh, um, and I've sorry if we don't answer. About three or four messages account. on various platforms um, asking if I was the girl that wrote the obituary for the dog. If like, yes! I was the same person. And yes, I was. <laughs> it was Sally so funny because I had like West Wing followers being like, is this you? Yes, Sally. Yeah, yeah oh, that was wild. Sally and Charlie, that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Well, All right. Hey, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have comments, oh, so you can find us on our respective Twitters and Instagrams and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you can figure it out. I guess I still have <laughs> access to Facebook. That's the only vestige. <laughs> I'll, I'll try after this and see if I have any luck, but I doubt it. Okay, cool. All and, right, and guys. And I'm Sally Gregory Hammett now, if anybody needs to search. But I'm sure you guys are already and, following. And I'm still single, so if you have cute, politically-minded, um, left-leaning... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart boys. Just send them my way. Bartlett for America, baby. <laughs> Let Bartlett be Bartlett. Go vote. Make sure you vote. Yes, Find some friends. Ask them what their plans are to vote. Yes. You know, don't let them not think about it till last minute and not go. Especially talk to your friends in swing states. Go to vote.org or Vote Save America and get your voting plan in order. There you go. All right. Hasta la vista. Bye. Bye, guys.